0: Hello, Mike. Hope is all as well. Um, this is Mr. Sativa from the I Am Canvas Sativa podcast. Um, I just wanted to leave you sort of a voice me- message. Um, I really appreciate what you're doing with this free, this gifting free weed. Um, I, I just my only suggestion, I guess, is like, um, like you did a poll not too long ago about um, whether there should be free weed or um, giving it either the 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 Boston Herald or the um or these expensive dispensaries and i think the expensive dispensaries should be given more pressure because 15 per gram after 4 years is ridiculous and me as a tax paying law abiding citizen i'm being bled dry by this again love the show thank you for all you do peace out
1: Hi, this is Mike Crawford. Welcome to the Young Jerks Podcast. Thank you for the message, Mr. Sativa of the Cannabis Sativa Podcast. Definitely, we are taking uh, all feedback into consideration from all listeners. Uh, we do definitely appreciate the voice messages. Uh, we wanted to talk about the free cannabis events that we're doing in Boston. We hopefully will be announcing something very soon. Uh, we just wanted to uh, let people know where we stand on it. We've run several polls, actually, one on our Facebook page and our Facebook group, the Young Jerks Facebook group, as well as one on Twitter on our Young Jerks uh, Twitter. Um, and we did get a lot of feedback. It did seem like some people did want to uh, do something at the Boston Herald. Uh, there are some logistical issues that may affect that. But uh, the primary, that the, the top two places that people really wanted us to uh, kind of be at we're uh, outside hospitals um, and as well as what you're mentioning is the dispensaries and so we plan to do both our first event will probably be outside of Boston Medical S- Center which is also home of uh, what Bostonians call methadone mile uh, from there we may also do a dispensary so we, we definitely have some things in the work works uh, we are taking your feedback we do appreciate your messages. Uh, we will definitely be doing more free cannabis. We thank you. Uh, so many people have reached out about uh, the first one that we did at Boston Calling. And it also seems to inspired uh, somebody that we're speaking to tonight. That uh, you're going to hear the interview with uh, the executive director of uh, a group, uh, the Mass Growers Advocacy uh, Council. His name is Peter Bernard. And he's actually going to be doing a protest outside of TD Bank Garden during the Boston Bruins Stanley Cup uh, Finals. It's the Thursday night game Uh, at 6 p.m. They'll be meeting at the Dunkin' Donuts right outside of TD Bank Garden. And it's in protest to a blanket medical cannabis ban at TD Bank Garden. It really does exclude medical patients. So without any further ado, I'm going to play that interview uh, that we uh, recorded with Peter Bernard. And it is about uh, the protest, which I do encourage people to go to. You can find a link in the uh, show description here, in the podcast description, in our podcast notes, if you want more information. But if you are interested, especially if you are a medical cannabis patient and you want to speak up for your rights, Thursday night. And keep posted here. Share this with your friends. Make sure they're aware of what we're doing here at The Young Jerks. We are fighting for medical cannabis patients in Massachusetts, and we're going to continue to do so. We're also going to feature much more podcasts, content, uh, interviews uh, with homeless folks, uh, homeless advocacy, uh, people who are dealing with addiction, a lot of the issues that we see right now in Boston. Uh, We're also trying to provide a lot more transcripts, which does cost money, unfortunately, uh, of our interviews if you would like to chip in and support us on that please do so you can subscribe either either on our anchor app which is anchor fm uh, anchor dot fm slash the young jerks or you can hit us up on midnight mass dot both places offer a way for you to chip in and support what we're doing all contributions are appreciated. Shares are also uh, definitely appreciated. Please share our content with your friends. We will hear from you soon. Uh, hopefully, uh, you do leave us some more voicemails and messages. We do appreciate those, and uh, we'll be back soon. Hopefully, with some news on a what we're what we're calling a free cannabis Boston another event very soon for you. Please stay posted. Subscribe if you do not. And let your friends know what we're doing. The young jerks. So uh, stay stay tuned right now. We're going to talk to Peter Peter Bernard about his protest on Thursday night and why he's doing it.
2: All right, we're back. It's Mike Crawford. I'm joined by Peter Bernard of Mass Growers. Alliance? No, actually, what is it? Mass Growers, what is it? The Mass Grower Advocacy Council. Thank you. I screwed it up for it. <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah. Mass Growers Advocacy Council. And what's your, what's your title over there? I'm the executive director there. Perfect. And the reason we have you on the phone today is uh, about something we've been talking about on social media, about TD, uh, TD Bank, Garden is banning medical cannabis and you've decided to do something about us. Tell us about what you're doing, why you're doing it, tell us about this. Not normally the kind of thing I would do because basically I advocate for cultivation and manufacturing. But before I do that, I'm a medical patient. And when the medical patient writes seem to get crossed, it always annoys me. And I got to be in my bonnet over Boston calling, complaining about how they were going to crack down on marijuana smokers. So I said to myself, well, geez, what if I was going to Boston calling? Are they going to take my cookie away? Because it's got weed in it? And, and it reminds me of a chapter of the law every medical marijuana smoker should know. Chapter 94G, Section 13, Paragraph C. That's the section on the prohibition of smoking in public or consuming in public, as the statute reads, except that it shall not hinder the use of medical marijuana. It says at the end of that statute. So it goes through all these things. You can't do it in public, except for if you're an MGA card holder. except if you have a card. Right. you get that card and somebody can smoke a cigarette there because they've already defined the public spaces, and you should be able to light up a joint there. Well, if I'm don't walking into. Yeah. yeah, most people don't know that. I, so I, like, I question whether the police know that. I, I don't know. I think they might. Uh, I know that I've smoked on Boston Common more than one occasion, near police. And haven't had a word said to me until I go light a cigarette. Then they come over and talk to me. Ah, interesting. Because it is banned. Uh, cigarette smoking is banned on Boston Commons. You know, uh, they, they first proposed to ban cannabis on Boston Commons. Com, uh, Common Common, and I called them, you know, I, I I challenged them to ban tobacco instead. And uh, they called my bluff and decided to ban them both. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happened there. Um, <laughs> but so, so now this, you know, in, in the streets, uh, for any person that doesn't have a medical card, it definitely is a fine to publicly consume cannabis in public. Um, you're I gonna have $100 dollars and you're, it's a hundred dollars and you lose your stuff. And, and it may be uh, higher than that because some city data, three hundred dollars. It could be as high as four hundred total. It's between one hundred to four hundred depending on the city or town and their local ordinance. Not an arrestable offense, but they can take this stuff and find you between one hundred to four hundred depending on what town or city you're in. Um, but with a medical card, uh, what you're saying looks good. It, it might not. Uh, have you have you uh, seen this taken to court, or has anyone ever challenged this? Are you aware of that? Like you no, I'm not, I'm not aware. I'm not aware of anybody getting a hard time over it. I'm not even aware of any non-medical people getting a ticket for it. To be quite honest, right? You. They don't really ticket often on cannabis, even though they can now. Um, so. So you're planning to do this outside, at, you know, this is the Bruins, the playoffs, uh, Thursday night, outside TD Bank, uh, TD Bank Garden, which is where the Bruins play, what we all, you know, in the past refer to as North Station, and still, yeah, it's North Station's still right across the street, uh, but underneath it, I guess. Um, yeah. So you're planning on doing this where, like where and when uh, during this, this Bruins game? Well, we're going to start meeting at the Duncans on the corner of Canal Street there about quarter to six. And about quarter past six, we're going to walk right across the street and hang out in the sidewalk in front of the entrance. And I, for one, am going to smoke up and dare them to stop me. The thing that, it, that brought me to TD Garden and put me over the edge is they have a sign posted at all the entrances with prohibited items. And one of them specifically is medical marijuana. Now I certainly don't expect to be able to smoke inside the garden. Right. But if I bring a brownie or a cookie or something like that, I'm not giving that up just so I can go in and see the game. I've got all kinds of hardware in my back. Sitting in those little chairs halfway through, I might decide I need a brownie. You know and you might, or, yeah. and you might even need it on the way home. Like, you know, a lot of times yeah. I may have some uh, joints on me, but I, I'm not planning on smoking them inside, inside the, you know, the game. Yeah. I, I'm, you might need them for the way home, on the way back, where I'm safe, you know, where, you know, maybe on the sidewalk, but no one's around or wherever. But uh, it's just just have a blanket ban with medicine and it could be an edible form. That's just really kind of outrageous. It basically tells us medical patients we can't go, right? Yeah, pretty much. If we're going to go, we've got to find a way to break the rules. And to me, there's only really one solution, and that's for patients and everybody else for that matter to have spaces to smoke up. You know, it would be nice if uh, there were designated smoking areas in a lot of these places. It would be nice if a medical patient could go there and smoke up without fear. And people in general, if we had these damn social use facilities that keep getting pushed off maybe there'd be one across from the garden that people can hang out in it before or after you know there's a solution too and, and that's kind of the whole point it's the aggravation that a company can think they can flaunt the law you can't ban medicine if you're going to ban medical marijuana you better ban every pill bottle every asthma inhaler every insulin traffic you find because if you don't do that, and you're not being universal about it, and you're singling marijuana users out specifically, none of them. I've seen yeah. that, that, what, that graphic, we posted it on our uh, Facebook page. You sent it along to me. And a lot of people yeah. did react to it, um, and especially the fact that you can bring in cigarettes. You can bring in an Oxy co- cotton pill, or that Vicodin, or benzos, or whatever pill. You can bring those in. I can't bring medical cannabis that's been described to, to scratch you as, you know, it just seems insane, especially like a brownie or an edible a lozenge, uh, you know, a little drop. I mean, it's crazy. Let me ask you this, uh, because when we started doing this free cannabis and, and talking about some of this, it's like our social media has been blowing up and people could reach it out. Since you sure. announced this, you have a Facebook uh, event that, that promote this for Thursday night. Uh, right before the Boston Bruins Stanley Cup game. Have you heard uh, a lot of feedback from the community or even the press? Like, What's, what's the response? Since when did you announce this? Yesterday, today? I just put it out this morning on Facebook, and the reaction's been a little surprising. I mean, there's a lot of thumbs up. There's a lot of I love it. There's, there's some I'll definitely be there. There are some people that have already said they were going to be there. But I was surprised to hear people say things like, Well it's private property, they can do what they want. I had one guy trolling me in the comments trying to go on and on about they want a place they can do what they want. And I'm like, Yeah, but there are laws. Yeah, and, we can do what we want too, that's the point. Like sure. we, we can we can make it public that we're not welcome. They basically said we're not welcome, so I mean that that's what my response to those little fools about all the time. It's like you know, you, you seem to be complaining that when we when we want our free speech, like it's like, right? Right. Can't be I mean, a one way street. Can't be a yeah. one way street. Only only landowners get <laughs> to decide what we're not human beings to. We can't actually say, "Hey, we don't like this as consumers. I mean, come on. And as patients, as people, right? Like, I'm glad. I mean, it's similar. just it shows a lack of compassion and the, and a strong stance on the people, the people on the prohibitionism. But a TD Bank in general is pretty prohibitionist. There is a license applicant we both know. And the person who owns the property said that they couldn't be there. Sorry, he had to break the leave. And when they asked why, the property owner said because TD Bank owns my mortgage and threatened to pull the note if I let a cannabis business into my property. So that shows you the scope of the prohibitionist thinking of TD Bank. So Sounds this like nice will be a nice example to them that they can't be so discriminatory and not expect some kind of consequence for it, Right. I, wonder I mean, you know you know me, Mike. Yeah. Getting out in a public protest is really not my thing. It's not the kind of thing that I, I typically do. But sure. even I can get aggravated enough to go outside with a bullhorn. Especially now, because it's all legal. It's like, why are you going out of your way? I could see one thing. It's, you know, banned. no smoking, no medical cannabis smoking inside. Okay, we get that. But it's just blanket ban, especially something like edibles or some that stuff, seizures, it's like... Come on, give me a break. They go through all your yeah, stuff. Yeah, they go up and they seize it. Um, and it basically excludes folks like us because we can't make that round trip. We can't go, like, you know, going into a game for a lot of people is a big commute. Hey, it's a round trip. It's, uh, it's not just a couple hours. It ends up being five, six, seven hours. And when you're away from your home that long, guess what? People need medicine. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Right, and, and you can be in that arena for three or four hours, and I don't know no. about you, but a joint doesn't last me three or four hours. No. No. You know, it, it just doesn't. That's why people not, end up eating edibles. Right? Right. That's why people end up eating edibles. Yeah. But even yeah. then, you know, I don't want to eat one of those, I need it. Yeah. You know, it's on so me. I'm yeah, a lot of medicine I want to take on the way home, like after, you know, when I'm winding down, when I'm just about home you know what I mean it's like it's like to kind of wind down feel the you know because basically you know I I know a lot about pain because I have it, kind of like a fever especially when you're out and about you don't feel it as much but when you're starting to get home that's when it starts throbbing right yeah yeah like I do a lot of driving I'm all over the state all the time and when I go out to Western Mass it's always a long hike and by the time I come back I'm looking to something on the way home. Right. So, uh, I hope you're very successful. I hope... Uh, Thank you. You, you had some. I mean, how many people have RSVP? How many people are you expecting to be there on Thursday night? Honestly, I'll be happy if there are 20 or 30 people there. Good. The more the, mer- the, more the merrier, obviously, you know, but, you know, if 20 or 30 people show up, that's enough to make enough noise to maybe make a point. Otherwise, I'm going to be standing up there by myself getting shoot away by the cops. <laughs> and if that's the way it works out, then so be it. Nobody can say it and try. Exactly. I'm going to try to make it by Kimmy. I can guarantee my schedule is really difficult for weeknights, especially that early, unfortunately. Well, I'll keep the bonus line for you just in case. I would. I hope so. If, if, if I come, I'll uh, I'll be bringing some to the there you go. Cannabis Tour. Everywhere we go now, it's a free Cannabis Tour it's going to make you real popular <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're hoping you can come to our next uh, free cannabis stuff we're planning to go down to the uh, we got a few ideas but really I think the next one is I think we're going to do it at a hospital at the uh, Boston Medical Center where Methadomyel is nice that'll be a great to place to talk about a doctor you talk about that kind of thing mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah if somebody's coming into the box on oxygen oxy they do mind right but You've seen methadone, Mile. I, I live very close to one here in Taunton. And every morning at 5.30, these guys are lined up waiting for their stuff. So when I see people wagging their finger at medical marijuana, I'm like, what is wrong with you? I am living proof that medical marijuana is an exit drug from opiate. And I'm going to tell you the story of why I got into this in the first place, Mike? Got me a I broke my spine in 2011. The bottom three vertebrae and discs in my back were junk. And surgery was risky to the point where it could have caused paralysis. So it took me five years to find a surgeon willing to take a, ch- a chance with it. And during that time, as you might imagine, I was eating lots of oxygen, and lots of morphine. Mmm, morphine. And uh, when I finally got that surgeon to work on me, it took me about two-thirds of the way back to normal. And I was left with pain that was a little too much for leave. You know, but not enough for the copious amounts of opiates I had been taken. So when I went to my pain manage- my pain management doctor and asked her what I was supposed to do, she goes, well, you can stay on the opiates. We can't lower your dose if so you won't feel any pain relief. And I wasn't having that. I had heard too many stories about people using cannabis to get off the opiates and use it as a replacement. So I went and got my medical card finally, and went and got some grow equipment, and went and bought a pound of weed. And lo and behold, two months later, and no more pills. And It has been, it's been eight and a half years since I needed a pill. How long were you on those pill for? Six years. Wow. Wow. See. I, I uh, got one round of prescription pills for my back and I immediately decided I needed them. I threw them out. I started drinking. <laughs> but then I realized pretty quickly, cannabis. It's great. It's a lot better. It doesn't blackout. Oh, the thing about those pills they caught for me because I'm addictive. Like, I, I would have gotten addictive. That's uh you know, I, I, they made me sick to my stomach. I was, like, allergic to them. I just couldn't deal with them. They would say, you know, I like to eat. I couldn't eat. You know what I mean? That goes away after a while. Yeah. The eating part, not so much. You know, the whole cleasiness and sick to your stomach. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like to be sick at all. And I, I, that affects me bad. So I got lucky. I think got, got, this was way back in the early 90s it wasn't oxycontin Cotton and what was it Percocet Codeine Codeine with Tylenol, I believe it was it was a lot of Percocet and a lot of Darbisette and stuff like that same it's all the same stuff though pretty much yeah it's it's all basically the opium poppy it's in different forms different forms exactly wow that's amazing you got off after that long I hear these stories all the time I hear them we're talking to people daily now about this stuff so Great people in my life that I've seen have awful struggles, some people I've seen die, and I just didn't want to be one of them. It was as simple as that. I didn't want to be one of those people. I tried to switch over before the surgery, but, you know, cannabis can't take care of all pain. You know, I don't find it to be a be-all, end-all when it comes to pain. It is now, but when you've got three discs gone and your vertebrae are crunching on your nerve roots, there ain't anything you can take. Right. There isn't anything you can take. The combination worked pretty well. Sure. But I was still pretty miserable and I couldn't yes. really walk. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I didn't I, mind so much. Yeah, yeah I think that people need to know that too. The cannabis is pretty mild considering. It doesn't, uh, I, even my pain, like I have that pain. I just. Not not what you have, but not as nearly as that. But I still have issues. with a lot of pain, and uh, it's mild. It is no joke on any level. Yeah, it, it's a certain days where it's like I can't even get enough cannabis, no matter how much I smoke. It's still not going to be enough. But it helps. Yeah. It, it, it helps a little bit. That's, that's why I always tell people, It helps a little bit. Well, my worst day now is better than my best day before. Right, that's for me too. I have gotten so much better the stretching, especially walking, drinking water, so, and cannabis. <laughs> you know, bad. that's why, that's why I get bent out of shape when I see a place like the Garden, oh, medical marijuana, oh, you're not allowed. Like, really? But, it's okay for the junkies. Alright, I All right. get it. And you know how many I athletes, athletes, you know, need medical cannabis? Like, it's so, it's bad for their brand. If they really think about it, like, a lot of athletes you're excluding all the athletes and, and then you have conscious there, so you're excluding the rock crowd and the hip hop crowd. It's like it's right. not a, it's crazy to think like that. They they're excluding their audience. A lot of makes you wonder how much makes me wonder how much Narcan there is floating around the garden. Right. I'm sure there is quite a bit, just in case. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you so much, Peter. Uh, where should people find out more information about this? This is what's going on Thursday night, also about your group and what you're doing. Uh, on Thursday night, they can look in the Mass Grow Advocacy Council Facebook page. Uh, if they happen to see my stuff or along in any of the many cannabis uh, groups that are on there, you can see that. i um, putting it on Twitter. I do not have it on our website at this point, but our website is maskgrower.org. maskgrower.org? Or, yeah. Yep, perfect. Maskgrower. and um, Excellent. And we'll also link up, we'll, we'll post the link to the uh, Facebook event on this podcast, too, so if people can find it. You can look, at, look for that in the show notes. Awesome, thank you. And good luck, and, and keep us informed. We want to hear about uh, how this goes. We may even call you during the during the uh, protest. If you don't mind. Not at all. I'll have my earpiece in so I <laughs> can hear it. Perfect. Thank all you, right, so Michael. Much. Thank you you good good luck on Thursday. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Peter. All right. Take care.